Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute, where we are taking you to the volcano one minute at a time. I am Jarf. I am Tierney, quoting Patricia Graynamore Steele. And I'm Thomas. Welcome, Thomas. Welcome to Minute 66. This is the minute that begins with Patricia ending her quote, and I just wanted to say it fully louder for the people in the back. My father says that almost the whole world is asleep. Everybody you know, everybody you see, everybody you talk to. He says that only a few people are awake and they live in a state of constant, total amazement. So, hi to the few awake people. And I love how during the last minute and pulling into this minute, they I mentioned that everybody had their eyes wide open. And that speaks to this quote so strongly how everybody looks wide awake in that minute. And they're talking about themselves here. And she's just so like calm and it, it's weird, kind of flirting with him. And kind obviously of. he's taking it as a flirting, but she's also like talking from the heart. Like she's not just saying this as a line. So what was the segue that got us into this line? He said that he was interested in courage and not interested in himself, interested in courage. I realized that this happened he last He talks minute. about what, it, what does interest him. He says, you know, this, life. Li- th- your life interests me, this, you know, all this stuff. And then she goes into, she can kind of hear him talking about what amazes him or she sees the look of amazement on his face as he talks about the things that do interest him. And that sparks this quote. Mm. I think that's a good observation because it that goes a ways in explaining why they have this great connection. Because what's wonderful about Tom Hanks is how he can convey that amazement. He just has always had that sense of childhood wonder. It's that's the why reason he was, so he was cast successful for big. as big. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He is that. So, and that's something that she is continually searching for. So, I think to to see someone who it just must be refreshing. Her main source of negative feelings is her complicated relationship with her dad, who is he's a phony, he's a showman, and he is a pretty cynical guy. If he's willing to spoiler for later, screw over this island for their resources and and all of that. So I think that Joe just must be a nice change. He's just as he's an honest guy, and he got that light in his eyes of total amazement. I would say that childlike naivete is also why he got cast as Forrest Gump. I would say look at minute second seven and you will no longer believe in childlike naivete though because whoa can Tom Hanks put down a wine glass (laughs) (laughs) with intention good goodness gracious (laughs) she sees that and definitely gets the wrong impression though because she pulls her she slithers slithers across the while looking at his mouth (laughs) she is going to eat him alive and then finds out that that's not why he came down This is what I'm like, yeah, she was thinking this the whole time. She's waiting for the moment, and she just found it. She's going to jump and strike. Look, if if a guy puts down his wine glass and gets down on the deck like that, she is not reading unreasonable things into the situation. And I love that he lets her lean in before he starts talking. He's enjoying this. 
He just has a confession to make first. Slithers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great blocking for getting them closer, 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 build up the suspense. And then once he reveals this very complicated situation that he's in, then suddenly they're broken far apart and she's got this great big reaction and a super oh. surprised face. So I, I, I like the way that they staged and directed that. I'm never getting over her shrug like... What do you want me to say? It's so good. <laughs> but that's that's later in this minute. Sorry. <laughs> there are a lot of pregnant pauses in this minute. Oh, it is so well done. And I love watching her face while he's talking. As you see her like, we're not going to kiss now, are we? <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> no, it's just so like, she's like, wait, what is happening? Megra's face like reactions to his speech is perfect and then yeah and i i do love the jump though what <laughs> and he looked like oh you're not gonna make me say that again are you <laughs> i love that line you're not gonna make me say it again are you <laughs> he looks so pained <laughs> what makes you think or why do you think that he chose to reveal that right now at this moment i think because it, he feels like it would be dishonest to hook up without her knowing that he's got an expiration date. Fair. Definitely fair. I can yeah. see that for sure. You know what's funny? I started to say like, well, we compare we can compare the way the three Meg Ryan characters react. He never told Angelica about this. So we saw he told Dee Dee and I think he told her because she was saying like, you're so alive, what changed? And so he's like, well, here's what changed. And then her reaction to that, I think, scared him off of telling Angel. Like, he was not going to bring it up to Angelica. He probably was not going to bring it up to Patricia. They had that conversation the night before where he realized that he could open up to her a little bit. Like we were saying at the end of that minute when he's lying in the bed, th there's been a shift between them. They trust each other in a way that they haven't trusted other people. And I think, I don't know if he is in love with her yet, but I think he has decided he is going to be romantically involved with her and he trusts her not to reject him the way Dee Dee did. Like he doesn't want to be involved with her without her knowing this about him. What stage is his moon? Hmm. I waffle because he believes he's going to die soon. This is not a long-term commitment even if it is meaningful and not just about sex. Because uh, we've seen Joe Banks is not looking for sex. He's had plenty of opportunities to go out and find that, and he never took any of them. Joe Banks is looking for romance, and he has found someone who's being very romantic. <laughs> Cue the music for Last Chance at Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone sings on this podcast. I love yes. it. <laughs> oh, I've been such a bad influence. This is great. Yeah, I don't know where his moon's at. Because he gives her a look before he puts down the wine glass. He is, it is a moon. Do you think in his mind he had the hope that, okay, I'm going to tell her, and then she'll know, and then we'll still hook up? I'm going to say something now, and I just want you both to keep an open mind. Men are <laughs> not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I do think that's what he thought, kind of. On some level, I do think that's what how he thought this would play out. Oh, you're giving your life for a whole a whole island? Let me throw myself at you. Although she was already throwing herself at <laughs> Yeah, <him>. exactly. <laughs> 
I realize I'm talking to two males at this moment. Men are not smart. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) If he was smart, he would have kept his mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that he pushes her when they get up. He's like, well, aren't you going to say something? Like, I just confessed to you. What's your reaction? And she's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what to think. I have no thoughts in my head right at this point. What if she no said, I have no response? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> when does she? I thought she said it this minute, but... If she says that, she says, I have no response. Okay, okay, good. I just missed it on this rewatch then. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I, I like, she goes, my mind is a blank. <laughs> and I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without you. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of like the practicality where she's like, is this disease catching? <laughs> like, oh, it's geez. not her first thought, but it doesn't not occur to her. <laughs> <laughs> Which means she's already processing, what if I do go through with this? she's asking the important questions that lead up to i guess i can accept that (laughs) now i know it's not wednesday but i want to throw some wisdom out into the world if you are considering having a romantical engagement with someone perhaps it is a good idea to make sure that you know that they do not have any catching diseases before that happens (laughs) yes yes Whatever form that conversation takes is up to you and your partner. (laughs) It does not have to be a confession while slithering on a deck under the moon. (laughs) Oh, slithering. (laughs) Why do you like saying slithering so much? It's just the way she moved. Thomas started it. (laughs) It just really struck me like she's really like a snake here just moving across that thing. I don't agree with it, but I knew he would think it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I love her shrug. She's like, <laughs> my mind is a blank. Yeah, and the rever- the weird reverse sl- shrug that he does when he tucks his chin into his neck when he's like, and what do you think? Yeah. So she actually says, I have no response to that. Yeah. Thank God. See, I missed that. And then I thought I was so smart. Because I thought I had a great note to give the creators of a way they could have done a callback to Angelica, but they already did it. I just missed it. Okay. Oh, no. I have no response to that is a great line and so useful in so many situations. So if you were to make a reaction gif of I have no response to that, would you go with Angelica Meg Ryan or would you go with Patricia Meg Ryan? You go with the shrug. Yeah, I like the shrug over the crying a lot. No, no. I was thinking of of the Angelica ones, the first one, where they're at the dinner. And he says he is in charge of the communications library or whatever. And he describes his job and she's like... Yeah, I have She's no response. She's not even like that. looking at. I don't. I don't know that I like that. Also, there's a cigarette in that one, so it wouldn't play well in this day and age. You'd run into the whole like being a bad influence on teens. It's true. It won't affect our rating and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. Plus, the shrug is so great. That also might be my bias, though. I would always pick the Patricia Chip. <laughs> I will say there are like thirty seconds of silence in this in this minute where they're just staring at each other, dumbfounded. <laughs> well (laughs) and that's what we're gonna do for the last 10 minutes of this episode it'll just be 10 because 30 seconds of content roughly reflects to 10 minutes of yeah podcast so it's gonna be 10 minutes of just silence there you go (laughs) 
Get ready, listeners. No, you're not allowed to mute your microphone. You just have to be silent. And don't you dare fast forward. It's part of the podcast. Starting now. Oh, Tierney, you forgot to turn off Truncate Silence. Now they missed it. (laughs) What's Truncate Silence? It's an effect that you can use in Audacity to get rid of all the silent breaks in your podcast. What? Yes. I don't like it. It ruins jokes where the whole point is that no one, that the joke <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want our listeners to know that I made that joke and nobody laughed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny because I am vain. So I edit things in the opposite way where I will isolate the joke and then find the laugh, and then take out the silence in between. So it sounds like the natural timing of like, set up joke laugh. Or if a joke of mine fails completely, I just take it out. So nobody ever knows. (laughs) I I swear, at least at the time of recording this, I have never gone so far as to just copy and paste a laugh from another part of an episode after (laughs) one of my jokes. Although it did occur to me that I could do that. Nice. It's a beautiful peek behind the curtain. I have a comment actually on this minute of the movie. I'm looking at second 48 and I'm realizing how much I love that little moment of silence where you see her processing. It's after she does her like big response, you know, I have no response to, you know, my mind is a blank. And then you see like she is processing. She's like, all right, I was going to make out with this guy, but he's dying. So this doesn't seem like the right time. Yeah, I can't do this tonight, but I still like him exactly. Yeah, I love that you can see on her face where she's like, okay, so I still like this guy, but this is new information. Uh, Does this change the way I feel about him? I got to think about it. And so I think that's why she cuts the evening where she's like, okay, well, good night then. Like, (laughs) she just leaves. Just leaves. (laughs) I mean, is there anything? Do either of you wish this scene ended differently? No, no, this is absolutely exactly how it should end. Yeah, she's I think taking this is control. Where we need to get. She has to process, and she does so definitively. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair to need to process this information. She just learned a lot about this guy, <laughs> who she's only known for two days. So you know, fair. Gonna look at the lantern some more, and pretty Patricia, and handsome Joe, and I love <laughs> everything. And don't you worry, listeners at home who are only watching this one minute at a time who are worried, these two crazy kids are going to figure it out. Not for a while, but eventually. Sorry, I'm watching her slither some more. (laughs) She's not slithering. She does. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong, it's very sexy. (laughs) Species 3 starring Meg Ryan. You guys are having very different reactions to that. <laughs> we're going to take the movie that you love that's meant so much in your life and we're going to make it depraved because we're <laughs> dumb men. <laughs> I didn't say That's that. what you get for podcasting with us. Oh, <laughs> I love podcasting with you guys. Oh, we love it too. I love podcasting with me too. <laughs> Wow, Just dude. Teasing. Wow. Just teasing. <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, was never I was trying to remember if I started recording Return to Oz Minute or Never Ending Minute first. Because they came out concurrently, because I'm a crazy person. Definitely learned a lot about podcasting in that first show. Real quick, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I was going to ask Thomas if among the things he loves, like he loves podcasting with Tierney, if he also shares our affinity for fairy tales and if he has maybe a favorite in any medium. I mean, I'm going to have to go obvious here. The Never Ending Story is my favorite fairy tale. There it is. I I mean, come on. It's the ultimate fairy tale. You get to be in the story yourself. It's it's the epitome of fairy tale. You lived a real life fairy tale thanks to that podcast. Yes, yes, I Tell did. Tell them who I got you to, got to talk to. <laughs> I did get to meet and talk to Tammy Stronach, who is the childlike empress, therefore making me meet my first and, and most uh, obvious crush as a child, which was pretty intense. I remember <laughs> I, we weren't sure if I was going to be able to make the interview, and you just texted me like, Tierney, you don't understand. You cannot leave me alone with her. <laughs> <laughs> Not in like a creepy way, but in a like, I won't be able to talk way. <laughs> right, I, need, I need somebody else there. I need somebody to bounce ideas off of and have questions and input because i'll just start staring at the screen and and not talking (laughs) which is not good podcast content no no it's not although when you use truncate silence no one knows (laughs) (laughs) i refuse to name this episode truncated silence (laughs) probably name it something about slytherin slytherin boo (laughs) (laughs) all right well liz gryffindor um, I'm trying to think of like what traditional fairy tales the never ending story reminds me of because it is it's more hero's journey than right. I definitely remember talking about like the mirror and different steps and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely more hero's journey, but I think it's also the idea of fairy tales populating that world. Like they're made from fairy tales and fairy tales are spoken through in those. I mean, you can imagine that at any point in time, there's a Hansel and Gretel going on in Fantasia or there's, you know, something like that going on somewhere else because it it is the culmination of everybody's thoughts and dreams and hopes and stuff like that. So it is fantasy. It is fairy tale. It's all of that. Which it makes it nicely meta without being cynical. <laughs> right. Yeah, if there's one thing uh, people have not said about the Never Story, that it's a cynical story. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably why we liked it so much. <laughs> yes, yes. That was a really fun show to do. That movie really ended. Uh, that movie really lent itself nicely to the movies by minute format because we Definitely. got to compare it to the book and we got to go between all these different characters and Deep Roy was there and it's all good. <laughs> and not unlike joe versus volcano it it had its fantastical moments and it had its heavy moments too and i thought that you handled both of those aspects expertly well thank you it was definitely there were places i wasn't expecting that podcast to go depths that i didn't expect it to dive into that i was very happy and proud that we tackled in the way we did yes Just like I never expected our podcast to talk so much about Fuller House. But, you know. (laughs) Talking about depths of darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody have anything else? I contain multitudes. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, our listeners learned that this week, I think. No, I do not have anything more for this minute. (laughs) Although she does slither across that table faster than the racing snail. (laughs) 
<laughs> Gross, but good. Do you want to remind our listeners one more time where they can where they can find you? On the sure, internet? sure. So on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Wookie Lives. Make sure you spell it right. Um, if you're looking for my podcast, Grit Storm Cast, where we play Dungeons and Dragons and produce it and put it out, you can find Grit Storm Cast on any podcatcher and at Grit Storm Cast on social media. Um, and never any minute. Check out at Nev and Min on Twitter and check out that show for sure. Cause there's like, like we spoke about, there's some great stuff in there. Stuff that was wholly unexpected by both us and the listeners. <laughs> that is a very nice way to put it. <laughs> You can find me at One Steel Sister, and you can find our show at Joe versus Men, right? Or did we get the full minute? You that was right. Oh my god! Why am I so bad at remembering the handles for the current show that I'm releasing? The minute this <laughs> ends, I'll be perfect at it. Just ask Thomas; I'll get it right every time, but not while the show is actually airing. Apparently, <laughs> right? It's a lot to hold in your head. My brain is broken. <laughs> If you're feeling social and want to interact with your fellow listeners, you can always join us on Facebook in the Joe versus the Minute Listener's Luggage Raft. Woo-hoo! I guess we should say on the raft. On the raft, yes. See you on the raft. I killed it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're leaving that silence after that joke. <laughs> well, I guess it's time for us to climb on the raft and head out onto the sea until next week where we'll rejoin you listeners uh, for minute 67 and see how things uh, fare for for Joe and Patricia here. But thank you for joining us again. And Tierney, what shall our destination be? Away from the things of man, of course. Away from the things of man. I thought you were going to say the Ivory Palace. Ivory Tower. That too. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.